Welcome to the Chamber Vibes Podcast with your host, Brittany Timmons, the Greater Guthrie Chamber of Commerce CEO and President. In this podcast, you will hear from local guests who will discuss topics such as leadership, small business, and our vibrant community. You'll also hear success stories and tips from amazing local businesses, dive into important news, meet community leaders, and find out how you can get involved in our community. From the second Banana Media Studios in beautiful and historic downtown Guthrie, America, here is Brittany Timmons. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Chamber Vibes. I am here today with my friend, Debbie Prather, co-owner, better give Mark some credit to you, yes, of Sables Cafe. So how are you doing today? I'm good. Good. good And look, we've got Sables. Looks like we're just sitting out front. Look at it in the parking lot. It is. Uh, I don't know if that's live. I know. It's not live. We're having paper. We're I know. Painted right Wait, now, so it'll look okay. better than that here soon. Well, it's it's been around for a little while. Yes. How long yes. has Stables been around? Uh, we have been open. It'll be thirty six years this December. Thirty six years. 10th, wow. As a matter of December tenth. Okay, mm-hmm. we're gonna have to remember that the chamber does a new thing now called Bizaversary, and we have a banner that when okay. we bring it and we take your picture and we honor you December for Bizaversary. Okay. Day. Very exciting. We we. Sometimes we like skip over it because we're so busy. Right, it's a busy time, time of year. It's right during Victorian walk. Right, we're busy and we just oh we got an anniversary. I know, but we so. can't skip that. That's a that's okay. a big deal. Even All though right. thirty six, I know that's not like a milestone, but it's we got to celebrate that. Right, for, for sure. Well, we skipped thirty five. So. I think I don't think we had a milestone there, so we'll just make it. We'll for just it. make it for it. Yes. Yeah. So thirty six years. So thirty six years in business in this same location. In this same location. Okay. What what was going on before that? Uh, before what were you guys that, doing before for that? Mark and I, my husband and I, got married in 1985, and within a month we were in the restaurant business. Okay. And we had a restaurant in Booker, Texas. Okay. We were there for two and a half short years. Um, that was back during the oil boom, so uh, it kind of crashed. And we were located right across the street from the bank, which was the center of town, and the bank closed. And so it went from like 100 employees to seven employees. So we made the decision to try to find another location. Okay. And so we, we took about six months, and we just started uh, looking for locations that were good locations. That was, we knew we needed a good location. Mm-hmm. And Still we in Texas? To, no, we wanted to be back in okay. Oklahoma. Okay. Because we're from Oklahoma. Okay. So we wanted to be back in Oklahoma. So we actually started over by Weatherford, and we, we hit all those little towns, Clinton. Okay. And we just, back then, you didn't have the internet. Right. So we would actually get the, the newspapers or just call the chamber, whatever, mm-hmm. and find out if there were any locations. And we had, we had, uh, Put in business applications for a different couple of locations, and uh, those kind of fell through. And so, we have some baggage at that time because you know we came from another business, right? And uh, so we just uh, kind of skipped Yukon and we skipped Oklahoma City and we skipped Edmond. And the way we came to Guthrie is really cool. Because, I love cool stories okay. about Guthrie. That's what well, this is all cool. about, Debbie. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm from Enid. My husband's from Eric, so that's okay. why we were trying to stay 
you know, in Oklahoma, and we started over by Eric, kind of. Okay. We headed this way. But my mom told me that Guthrie was, they're doing a lot of stuff at Guthrie. They're like, I hear it on the news all the time. They're like redoing all the buildings and yes. stuff. And so. So this we, is late 80s at this point? No, this is, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Late, late 80s. 80s. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I told I told Mark we can check out Guthrie, and we did, and we got a hold of a realtor, and they actually came to where we were, to Booker, and they're still in business, and they came and sought us out and tried to get us to um, buy the building that we're in now, and we weren't really to, ready at that time to buy. So we leased the building for 10 years. Okay. And, but we came to Guthrie really because my mom just kept telling me, you got to go to Guthrie. You <laughs> it's go on Guthrie. the news. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's a short story. <laughs> yeah. Because it's simple, but that's li- literally. And we had checked the location out, and then we actually, it took us another three months probably before we actually decided on the stables. It needed a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And uh, the building, the restaurant that we came from was like brand new uh, when we moved into it, and... Um, we didn't know if we were up for that, all that, like, redoing. Right. And it had been the Parker House for about a year, probably about a year before we opened. And then the Parker House kind of closed down suddenly, and they just kind of left it like it was and uh, in all its charm. So we had a lot of, you know, they didn't have a real big, big restaurant at the time, if you know the Parker House history. But it all, all kind of falls into place. And uh, so anyway, we ended up... Um, leasing for 10 years, and then we were ready to buy. So okay. then, now we do own the building. Yeah. yeah. So where did the name Stables come from? Where do you think the name Stables I came from? I know, Debbie, but they may not know. Okay. Well, uh, that building was built uh, by E.E. E. Tallman, mm-hmm. and it was built to be a livery stable. Mm-hmm. So when we moved to Guthrie, we were all fired up about Staying with the historic theme of Guthrie, yes. all the buildings were getting restored. Yes. And so we wanted to just stay with the historic theme of Guthrie, and we wanted that. to name the building the stables. Mark was more for it than me, <laughs> but I understood where, you know, how that would be, how that would be a good name. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it's, I think it's very And it's fitting. paid off because, mm-hmm. I mean, we have the Lazy E, we have all these, yes. you know, we're in Guthrie. Yes, so. absolutely. It was built to be a livery stable, and throughout the years, the building, um, housed a bunch of different transportation businesses. So it went from the livery stable, and then they had a car dealership there. Uh, I believe it was the first Oldsmobile car dealership okay. in Oklahoma. I really do think it was. The um, Then it went to, they had a bus station there. They had a taxi station there. And before that, they had, like, the stagecoach ran from Kingfisher to... The state to Guthrie and then to Oklahoma City from there. So uh, it was neat. pretty. If walls could talk, right? Always, yeah. I know. Okay, so you guys get open and it's the stables. And one thing that I know that I've loved, I, I've came and visited years ago before I even like lived in Guthrie and this was home, um, is the decor. Lots of people talk about the okay. decor. So kind of talk about that. Like where did oh, your yeah. inspiration That's a come story from? Too. Yeah. Well, we, when we looked at the building, it was big. And there's a lot of walls. Back then, it had lattice. It was about eight foot of, top of a paneling, and then it had lattice above that. And there was just walls everywhere. We've taken some of the walls down. There were a lot of walls and a lot of hallways. It was easy to get lost okay. because the walls were hallways, 
And so there was just a lot of walls to fill, and we didn't really have anything to fill the walls with. And um, Mark had been hunting about a couple months before we left our other restaurant. He'd been hunting, and he had ran across this old house that was just falling in. And he was, like, looking in the windows, and he saw boxes of old postcards. So I spent two months framing postcards (laughs) after we would go to work and do the work there, then I would come home, and my whole house that we were living in was set up at like a framing studio, and I framed a bunch of those postcards, and we still have those postcards. There's a few of them still up, but that's literally all we had to put up on the walls. And then we started collecting Mark. We had a few signs, but most of them had like, um, had like bullet holes in them, and they were rusted. And throughout the years, as we've collected porcelain signs, we have upgraded most of those signs. So now we have a really good collection of porcelain yeah. signs. Yeah, so you just started getting a few and then just well, your collection Well, you know, they come from all over. Some people bring us signs. Oh, wow. And we've also, we always wanted to have the, the original signs. We didn't want reproductions. But so many people have brought us reproductions. They go somewhere and they see a sign that would look good. And they they come bringing it to us. Now, the other day I had (laughs) a couple brought me in as, brought us in a 7-Up sign that literally is probably from the 30s. Wow. And, I mean, it's a real one, and it's good. And they wouldn't even take a penny for it. They wouldn't even take a meal for it. They just wanted it up in the restaurant. And then That's cool. Some of the signs, like we have Acton's furniture sign Mm -hmm. in there. Uh, and then the big, um, the hilltop sign, we have their their uh, menu board, and uh, then we have the Parker Parker House sign is upstairs. Okay. It's too big to put in the restaurant, but uh, a lot of the signs and the different decor that's in there have come from locals. That's awesome. When their business is closed, they mm-hmm. bring a, they bring the sign to mm-hmm. us, and they want us to put it up on the way to the to the nursing mm-hmm. home. Uh, Mr. Acton had his him and his daughter came by and they brought us that sign and That's so we put neat. it up that day. That's awesome. So when you yeah. go in there to eat, it's like a little museum kind of. In there. It is. So we used I to love have, it. We used to have more. A lot of people don't realize that the Oklahoma Sports Museum started in the restaurant. It was right in the lobby. We had these this glass counter, and Richard Hendricks had mm-hmm. found it somewhere and bought it, and um, he wanted to start that museum in there. And he, we so we used the whole lobby because that counter stretched from one end to the other, and we had all sorts of sports memorabilia there. That's neat. And so that's where the Oklahoma Sports Museum started. And uh, Tiffany started her uh, Tiffany's Tipsy artist. Tipsy artist. Yes. She did like her first probably six shows there mm-hmm. at the stables in that's our awesome. Room. Yeah, I think we talked about that on an episode. I had her on a couple, a did couple episodes ago. So yeah. I mean that's just fun. You yes, know? I mean, absolutely. We didn't have any idea. Yeah. Well that's you know. neat. Both of those uh, entities still exist and here in Guthrie exactly. and they yeah. started right there in the yeah. So let's talk about um what kind of food you offer. What do you guys special okay. in specialize in? When I think of the stables that's, that's a good story I think because, of yeah. so many options. So how we, you know what what are your specials? We could just be a <laughs> We could just be a burger place, right? And, you know, and salad bar. It's kind of a combination mm-hmm. of our other restaurant and then okay. the restaurant that Mark managed in Enid. But without even uh, any desire of our own to have barbecue, we have barbecue. <laughs> yes. Because when at our prior restaurant, um, 
the, our financier, he, uh, the, the deal was he was going to make us a really good deal for our, on the restaurant, but the one stipulation was <laughs> that we had to carry this barbecue. We had to sell this barbecue in our restaurant, and the barbecue was from a man that actually had a, a little roadside barbecue place called the Broken Wheel Barbecue. And it's been in the last 10 years that I finally put that on the menu, Broken Wheel Barbecue, because mm-hmm. that's what it is. His name was Ray Schwab, and he lived in Follett, Texas. And uh, he was retiring because he had bad knees. And our banker was would go over there and eat. And when he heard he was retiring, then when he offered the restaurant to us, he said, this is a stipulation. Okay. And we don't just have his barbecue recipe. He came in and trained us for six months. And we paid for it. It wow. wasn't cheap. We had to take a loan out <laughs> for it. And also, the, um, the, he trained us, and then the smoker, we bought his original smoker that he had built by hand. It was uh, two tons, and uh, it was a, a handmade, uh, homemade smoker, but it was like nine feet long. Oh, wow. And it was really super heavy. And uh, we don't, we outgrew that. Okay. <laughs> we did outgrow that. Yes, and so you have your own smoker there on mm-hmm. property. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can, if you drive by or you're walking around, you can smell it. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah, they wouldn't yes. let us keep that in the building for some reason. Right. I know. Insurance people yeah, just I wonder said, why. No, no, that won't work. That's <laughs> gotta get insurance it out of agent of Debbie, if you're listening, yeah. she's following yeah. the rules. So, yeah. yes. Okay, so barbecue. But then you got, I mean, I like your spaghetti. I mean, like, you can literally get a little bit of everything there. Well, Mark uh, actually worked for the next door restaurant in Enid, which was a hugely popular restaurant. There were two of them there. And uh, he managed one of them, and that's how I met him. That's where I met him was in Enid. And um, I met him at the salad bar, as a matter of fact. It's really well, and so, story. Oh, so that's literally. the salad bar was, is famous. I was up there stealing some cheese off the salad bar, to tell you the truth. <laughs> So, you know, I just add a little bit of, sal- of cheese That's to that salad awesome. I ordered from kitchen. Yes, And uh, I love he that. opened up the salad bar because uh, you could stock it from the kitchen at that restaurant. Okay. So he had opened it up to restock <laughs> it, and there I was, stealing the cheese. So now the salad bar is very near and dear to your heart then for oh, more yeah. than one reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the salad bar is definitely, I would say, famous. For at stables, yeah, I no mean, one has them. I no mean, one, if, I know. If they were everywhere, they wouldn't be. It wouldn't be famous, but right. Ours is. Yeah, um, but yours is. You got. I don't know. It's just good. It's just it good. is. We don't. It's put got a good variety, there, except for the, except for the like um, pepperoni, mm-hmm. because it's just kind of you know it's just I don't know not a meat out there. You can order meat uh, that comes packaged and comes cut in little chunks. Yeah, but we just. We tried that. that. We tried. But you have a good so variety of vegetables, everything, and is cut fruit, fresh. and your. I don't know what you where you get your ranch from, but it's really good. we make our ranch. <laughs> okay, daily. see that's why the ranch is the ranch is definitely it's, really good. You gotta yeah. use a good ingredients. Yes. Okay, so speaking of salad bar, so COVID hits, and I know nobody wants to talk about it, but I do mm-hmm. like to bring it up on the podcast because sure. it's been really interesting to it's talk to our, our chamber now. investors and kind of listen of how right. though you pivoted. Mm-hmm. During that time, and then rose above it, and now you know getting through that. Right. So Guthrie didn't know what to do when the salad bar <laughs> could not happen, and I'm laughing about it now, but it was a serious thing because that was no longer safe, and so you had to take the salad bar away, right? And then well, you no. had to custom make it for people. Is that so? Right. You guys had to we pivot that a little bit. We set our salad bar up in our bakery case, right. and I bought another 
pace, and then we moved our desserts over there. Right. It didn't go away, yeah. but I mean, the concept of people getting it getting themselves. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we and, still had all the same stuff, though. Right. And I thought it was but it was more different. sanitary. I liked yeah. it like that. <laughs> you liked it like And that. I loved fixing the salad. Well, it's back could, to the way it was now. You could <laughs> make them look so pretty. and That's uh, true. And we still sold a lot. Yeah. But do you think, yeah. like, let's talk about kind of the, some of the challenges that you had with COVID. with COVID, like being a restaurant and what that looked like. Um, you know, the challenges were keeping the employees and keeping them busy, especially from March to April, whenever we closed down for that 45 days. Right. And we, um, we still had takeout, and then we, we could have delivered, and we, we did deliver some big orders. But we didn't realize at that time that the in, they were allowing you to go ahead and deliver without changing your insurance. So okay. We always try to stay within the rules. Well, who knew? I mean, everything was always It was like almost fluid afterwards changing. that they said you could deliver. If I had known that we could just deliver without having to change right. everything up. But I feel like rules were being written as it was going, you it know, was, for everything. It was. Banks, mm-hmm. you know, lending, yeah. um, safety rules, everything, you know. Nobody really knew what to do or what was right, you know. Right. We created so, a lot of easy items for to-go, and okay. then I also upgraded our to-go containers. So, um, like, we always use styrofoam. Then we went to our microwavable containers, okay. and we still use those. Yeah. We still use the styrofoam, too, but um, for the burgers, because they don't fit in the little microwavable ones. <laughs> right. But for salad bar, um, we did upgrade our to-go containers And uh, then we had our salad that they could come in and pick themselves or Mm -hmm. we would fix it for them. Because some people just would not get out of the car. Right. They're not coming in. Right. We actually, uh, you know, I I think a lot of people know that for a short period of time, we opened up a Mm drive-up, a Mm drive-in over there just to the south of Sonnet. Mm -hmm. Division. And, yeah, yeah. And that was a real, really cool thing because... The owner of that building actually just donated it to us. That's awesome. And that's what you call. That was so cool. Community. All yeah. I literally did was ask him what he was doing with it, if they were doing anything. He chatted back a little bit with me, and the next thing I know, the keys are sitting on the counter. That's awesome. And uh, actually just donated to us. And they were good customers, too. Yeah. So, so that helped you be able to operate out of both places it did. and serve it more did. people. And a lot of people, I literally have pictures of people coming through with gas masks on. Right. So, and then uh, as COVID, as it got further into the year, uh, I think we opened that up in, I think it wasn't until like May or mm-hmm. June mm-hmm. when we opened that up. And then uh, when COVID, I don't say it passed because it's still not passed right. as far as I'm concerned. But uh, when it, you know, got past the total shutdown, we, um, or the shutdown for walk-in business, we kept that open, and uh, then we just had fun with it. I yeah. literally, we just had fun with it then. That's I mean, it, we put some cute tables out front, put flowers on them, yep. and we decorated it with our signs. And, That's all we uh, had. We I did mean, that we just overnight. had to do. Had to try to stay, you know, we did that overnight. And yeah, positive, and, the, and and even the health department. I went in there like noon on one day, or I went in there, I called the health department, they were there that afternoon to inspect, and we were open the next day, one day. Good. And I wrote the the menu on a chalkboard, (laughs) and we made some changes, and we did some simple things, because being in business that long, I knew exactly what we could sell. Right. And how we could. That's true. Because it had to be fast. You had to be able to drive around to the other side, and it'd be ready. Yes. 
So it's not the same as sit in dining, you know, dining no, in. Not no, the same at all. So. No, it wasn't. And yeah. so that that worked out real good. And it was just, it turned into, a, you know, where do you get the opportunity to actually try it before you buy it? So right. we've always wanted to open a drive-in, and we still talk about it, a gourmet drive-in in mm-hmm. Guthrie. So we still talk about it, but we actually got to try it. Yes. And so that was nice. And actually, Good. if we had a drive-in, that's exactly what we'd probably sell. So Something like that. Good. It was fun. And my employees loved it, and they right. would fight over who was going to work there that day. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear. I mean, a business like yours, you know, so long. Like, I've, I've talked to people who literally, you know, opened their business during the pandemic or right before the pandemic. Yeah. You know, it was scary for everyone. Um, but it's good to see now, like, you're back to whatever our new normal is. I do yeah. the quotes because, you know, uh, whatever that is, whatever normal is now. But, you know, it's good to see people back in the restaurant and it's seeming, you know, like it was before. Right. So, um, so speaking of the restaurant, you, you know, you have a variety. If you haven't been to Sables, first of all, you need to go. Um, but you can literally get everything from Mexican food, nachos, barbecue. I mean, tell me if I don't get this right, Debbie. Spaghetti, the salad bar, chicken strips. I like your chicken strips. A steak. Chicken strips last night. You guys time. serve a variety of steaks. Our steaks are, are the bomb. So. Yes. Very uh, good. A lot of people don't recognize our steaks, and it's or barbecue burgers and steaks. Okay. And steaks are a huge and part really good spaghetti. Of our menu. Yeah, <laughs> I like your spaghetti. I so, do yeah, like our spaghetti. spaghetti and the chili spaghetti. And the chili really spaghetti well. is yeah. really good. It is. Yeah. It is. Yes, and really big baked potatoes. I mean, oh, yeah. now I'm hungry. But yes, definitely go by and check it out. But um, you know, so you see a lot of people in and out. Obviously, the lazy e keeps you guys very busy. Yeah. You know, you have it took of course a long time local to business. Get the lazy business, lazy business, right? Because when we first opened. We were across the street from uh, Miss Carolyn's, the territorial house, and uh, they were busy. And for the first year that we were there, well, first six months, they had rented the parking lot for the stables out to the territorial house because they had no parking. Right. So for the first, like, six months, our parking lot would fill up with their customers. Okay. And our parking lot was literally dirt. So... Uh, that's that's yeah. challenging. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the Lazy E, li- all the Lazy E people went across the street because they had that famous, like, seafood buffet on the weekend. and um, So it took a little while for people oh, yeah. to learn yeah. about the stables. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, then they and now had, you see tons of business from, you know, yeah. the Lazy yeah. E. Yeah, we had the opportunity to put a billboard out there. Yeah. And uh, that took a long time, too, before yeah. probably – or we could afford it, probably, but yeah. That's awesome, though, yeah. that now you have that that partnership. And I know, um, just from kind of seeing posts or different things over the years, like, you've had a lot of famous people come in and eat. Um, Everyone that's been to Guthrie. I know, has to come to the tables. tables. Yeah. yeah, so to kind of talk, talk about what that's like, so, you know, serving the film crew and things like that. I think it started, like out, that. With, it started out with the um, Rain Man. Okay. And that was what, in... 1989, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise. It's awesome. And our daughter was just little, and um, we chased them all around town trying to get their autograph. <laughs> of and we course. We sat down here and yeah. watched them across the street there. Yes. They filmed upstairs. On the building. Scene. Yes. And we were all lined up there, and Dustin Hoffman at one point <laughs> went across, and it was McVickers then. You probably don't know that. You do. <laughs> Vickers was there, and he sat underneath that awning and just gave out, like, just talked to everybody. It was fun. That's awesome. And then, you know, there's been Twister and all the other 
shows, and yeah. we've got some local people that are filming the Hallmark movies now. So right. He's, he's a celebrity to me. Yes, so, that's awesome. Him, of course. And um, then we've had some producers. The Twister producer, who is that? Who is that, Chris? I don't remember. We put Chris on the that? spot. Twister producer? It's okay. Okay. The he Twister produ- movie he was producer. Because I, I came up one day, and there was that, a big limo. Oh. And it was like right in front of the door. I thought that must be somebody important. Yes. <laughs> Is it Spielberg? Was Steven Spielberg in town? Sounds right. I think it was him. Our, yeah. our, uh, our, our producer. Our producer is researching that right yeah. now. Yeah, we're finding yes. out. Yeah. From the that's man, awesome. So man you see all yes, all kinds of traffic yeah. and we've in had the some, stables. Uh, we've had some commercials filmed there. There's one that ran for a while, and it was the. Uh, like a get fit commercial for the state of Oklahoma. They're still running them. But that one, uh, it was supposed to be like a little hour-long deal, and they ended up taking every room. (laughs) They had the dressing room. They had this. But it was fun. And then we had Sylvester Stallone's brother. I've got pictures with him, Michael Martin Murphy. He was in there not very long ago. Governor Stitt likes to hang out there. Yes, and he gets his haircut here, too. Yeah, the grand old barbershop. He likes to hang out there. And uh, one day last winter when the weather was super bad, nobody was out, but he was out and he was in the restaurant. He was like the only one in the restaurant. So <laughs> we got, got to visit. That's awesome. Just there's been a lot. Yeah. Oh, um, Melissa Milano. Okay, yes. And I can't remember what she was in or why she was here, but I've got pictures with her. That's awesome. Uh, I can yeah, imagine the stories. I mean, 36 yeah. years. That's yeah. a long time. So, And yeah. I know, you know, when people um, – think of Guthrie, they think of stables. And I even got to welcome the Ponca City uh, leadership class last year with the Ponca City Chamber. They said, we want to go eat at stables. And so, you know, we arranged that and and met up and got to welcome them to Guthrie. And so it's really neat um, to hear people say, well, I just, I've got, you know, let's go to stables. I got to eat at the stables. And so you definitely put your, put help put Guthrie on the map for sure. Yeah, but Guthrie was working on that, that restoration of all the buildings downtown and Mm -hmm. changing the, you know, re Redoing all the facades and tearing down all the old stuff. It was pitiful <laughs> before. I mean, I love Guthrie, but it was there was such a transformation. Mm-hmm. If you see and you the guys old got pictures, in on, you know, right when that was we happening. We did. We got so. in right when it was happening, mm-hmm. although we didn't get any sort of grant funding because we were just like a block out of the out of the that area. So in. like I said, when we opened our our uh, parking lot was dirt. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm yeah. glad it's not that way anymore. Yes. A while for us. I mean, you know, I mean, it was dirt for a while. Yeah. But so. that and then, um, but the building is really a sound building. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're doing some stuff to it now. It gets gets ahead of us. It's right. a lot of upkeep. All the old buildings are, though. But Definitely worth it. worth it, yes. And you you're know, in such a prime spot right on the corner of That's why Division I don't like and Noble. It like it does so, right now because yes. we are in a prime spot. Yes. Yeah, everybody sees it and they drive through. Right. I'm sure you feel even more pressure. Yes, to, it's to like keep we it up. Get this done, yeah. Yes, but it takes time and money for yeah, sure. So, it does. well, let's talk about the other part of your business. Tap the tap room. Oh, the tap room. Yes, yeah. we can't leave the tap room out. So, talk about what the tap room is. Well, it's not the stables, right? It's kind of like the stables. You can eat stables food of in the course. tap room. <laughs> it's the same food, the same drinks, and a lot of the same employees do work back there. We have some employees. That's all. You know, everyone knows who are main day or everyday bartender is almost mm-hmm. but one day 
she only works back there. She doesn't work anywhere else. And she's, um, we got stories about all of our employees and how they've come to work, where they work, and how they work, and why right. they still work there. And But, uh, yeah, 2013, and it was before Mumford & Sons, we had already started working on it. We had been planning. So we this was a, a project that I wanted to do, and we were just going to do it little by little so we didn't have to, like, go take out loans or anything like that. And so it was probably the beginning of 2012 when we started cleaning it out because when we bought that building, uh, the owners, that we didn't rent that part. Okay, when we bought okay. the building and we just rented a portion, we rented the front three quarters. That back was like we didn't even go back there hardly uh, but because it, it wasn't our space. So uh, the people that owned the building before, they have apartment complexes, and they would store, like, their equipment, you know, their refrigerators and stuff like that back there. And so we didn't go back there too much. Plus, it wasn't heated or cooled or anything like that. So you just didn't go back there. There was nothing back there or no reason to go back there. But um, when we bought the building, then we owned it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it took a long time for us to get that stuff cleaned out of there. And so after getting it cleaned out... We just had this, like, kind of, what do we do with that area back there? Right. And we could have filled it up with more stables. Sure. Or we could have filled it up with junk <laughs> signs, you know, or just overflow stuff that, mm -hmm. because there's always stuff that, you know, you need to find a place for. But instead, we uh, just saw, I wanted, Mark was totally agreeable. <laughs> um, actually, we started from the front. We moved back, because we moved back to the back room which we call the back room is where the fireplace is yes. it's a pass-through room now yes that used to be our totally private room okay even though there was that door back there that went to the back part uh, but that was that's as far as you could go so that was our back room and we rented that out and we had another conference room right next to that that we rented out we don't really have any rentable space anymore so um but anyways so we had that space back there and uh you know, craft beer was kind of becoming popular, yes. and it was kind of one of those things we kind of get got in early. Mm -hmm. And I'm I breathed all those like restaurant magazines, and it was it was a big deal. And so I thought we need to do this Oklahoma craft beer. So it started out as Oklahoma craft beer, uh, craft beer wine and cider bar, and then because the liquor laws change in Oklahoma, mm -hmm. everything was all of a sudden liquor. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you can sell one, if you, all the beer was considered, is considered liquor now. It's not just a beer license. Right. You have to get a liquor license mm -hmm. for beer. And so when that changed, it kind of changed everything. So that's when we went ahead and went full liquor. And, uh, yeah, it's. So it's a full service bar. Full service bar. Yeah. We have a lot of, of beer, probably about 150 different kinds of beer. Wow. Most of our. Most of our kit, uh, the the sixteen that are on the front bar, they're mostly Oklahoma craft beers, except right. for the Yingling, which is yes, which is very popular now. Very popular, yes, and yes. we will have the Yingling Oktoberfest. Yes, is fixing to go on. Yes, lots and of we, Yingling fans now that they've yeah. moved. For a long time, they would not come west of the Mississippi. We that was their deal. We couldn't get Yingling. I know. Yeah, and right. now, last year, in the last year, six I think months, as yeah. the family evolved and mm -hmm. the change change in the family mm -hmm. i know lots you of know. people are happy about that <laughs> yeah because the founder you know yeah his family are the ones that carried on the tradition right so uh so is the tap room still, 21 and up the tap room that's always like 
But that's part of the reason that we have the tap room. Okay. Because the front of the restaurant gets crowded. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, there was just no, a lot of times there was no place for our locals to eat because mm-hmm. we'd be so crowded. And uh, they just wanted to come and get a burger, you know. Right. Well, we'd either have Lazy E or whatever going on. So uh, that's one reason we built the tap room. It's kind of like one of those Quiet place speakeasies at mm-hmm. first. Like we, didn't, really, feel, yeah. we didn't advertise it. Right. We just kind of like, we didn't put any signs <laughs> up. We just wanted our locals to know, hey, you can go back there. Right. Because it's walk in and see yourself. Yes. And that worked really well. And it still works. Mm-hmm. And it has its own entrance. It has its own yeah. entrance and the patio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's going to do the landscaping, but we've got <laughs> landscaping back there, too. So it's it's nice. And uh, so this is a true story, too, that Santa Claus, everyone knows who Guthrie Santa Claus is, okay? You, you know him if you see him walking down the street because Santa Claus everywhere. And so I hope this is adult programming because I don't want the little kids to know that that's why. That's kind of why they're not allowed back in the bar because Santa Claus likes to go back there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, plus, you know, uh, when my son was young, I remember going to Bricktown and uh, he saw some of his teachers there and they were drinking. And that really bothered him. And he still, you know, that really bothered him right. and his friend. They couldn't believe their teachers were drinking. So I Even mean, though they're was, just regular they adult were, people, we too. Were at like, we were at, like, a Mexican place sitting outside. And uh, so I thought, well, why don't we find a place for just adults? Because we have plenty of room for kids everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we love our kids. Mm-hmm. And we have things for them to do because right. we have, now we have those new pinball games. Right. And uh, we try to have always had things for kids to do in the restaurant. And if there's nothing to do, they can just run around and annoy the table next to them or whatever. But more family joking. friendly and then family have, friendly. Yeah, and you the know what? Section. It happens. I mean, yeah. everyone's pretty safe. Yeah. And they, you know, the kids will run up to the, you know, run up to the video games or go over to the penny machine or quarter machine and mm-hmm. get them some candy. And you know, it's pretty safe there. Yeah. Well, I think so that's neat. That so the tap room's a, in the last. So what I really, 10 years. Uh, what we really like, yeah, 2013. Yeah. And it was the day of Muffer and Son. That's a good time started. to open. Well, we were pushing it because <laughs> once we realized we were going to get Muffer and Sons, we were only about a half through. Oh wow! And that was probably what about March, February of that year, and we rushed and rushed and rushed to get finished because we'd just been taking our time on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we literally went out and finally, like, finished the financing for it and so we could get it finished. And then we opened. The first night we opened was the night of uh, the first night of Mumford & Son concert, concert yeah. week. And uh, we had a – we had booked – we had to do it because we booked one of the performers in there. Oh, wow. And we didn't even have table seating. We had, like uh, – auditorium seating okay we just we brought in chairs and it was david um david god i forgot his name i'll think of it here in a second but he actually was the person uh, there's a, a movie on called now you see it and he was the person that did all the magic for that movie and so he was a performer that night. He did a magic show. Oh, cool. Yeah. And That's so awesome. We were all set up for yeah. him. And 
Unfortunately, I lost my tickets, though, because we were in such a... <laughs> for the whole concert, I lost all my tickets <laughs> because I had put them in, like, the podium, and uh, we were, like, kind of putting stuff away, you know, trying to get everything finished, mm. and I found them about a year later. There oh, they were dear, underneath. Yeah, there the, they were. Yeah. So yeah. I didn't get to... Get, uh, we did go to some stuff still, but... That's awesome. That was, that was a good... Good time, anyway. good time to open. So the, we opened, and we were open during yeah. the Mumford and Sons, and it was so fun, mm-hmm. so fun. Well, I know I we ever. brought friends back there. I like sitting it. I was like back yeah. there. Like you said, it feels kind of like secretive, but it's not. It's been open for ten years, but yeah, it's a neat kind of more quiet, I guess, place. And it's to enjoy to the same food. We, say, we play the same music because mm-hmm. we have all the same music system, but we don't have the porcelain signs up, mm-hmm. and we don't. We a have a bit different feel. Walls, yeah, and it's it's more. Laid back. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Well, yeah. congratulations on that, too. Thanks. Ten years of Thanks. that as well. So, yeah, I'm, so, yeah. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I mean, I think I figured Guthrie would like that. Yes, definitely. Literally, we built that for our customers, our regulars. Yeah, and that's usually, if I go back there, that's usually who I see. Yeah. Is some, yeah, some of yeah. the locals in town. And they're, for they're sure. the regulars back yeah. there, yeah. That's awesome. Well, it, so. it, takes, it takes all of us working together to support... You know, local. Exactly. We say that, and we we mean that because it, the t- tourism side is huge. But it's your everyday, you know, Monday through Friday, especially right. you know, local people that help keep the the lights on, you know, yeah. and the doors open. And we love so. our tourists. But yes, that's absolutely. Right. We got it. We can't just forget that we have our locals. No. that they don't have time to wait behind that behind that rodeo crowd, right? You know, or whatever. They just want to come in, like I said, and get a burger. Mm-hmm. And yeah. You know, not always, I mean, but it's no fun waiting in line for an hour, and sometimes there's an hour wait at stables. Yeah, so, that's, that is true. You know, true. they don't, this works out a lot better. Right. And there's still people that I meet that have never been back there. It's like, have you never been back? Because they think it's a bar bar. Right. But, I mean, we allow children or kids, like, over the age of 14. Right. You know, we just don't want the little ones right. that might, you know, be scarred by what they <laughs> Although nothing happens back there, no, it's a secretive but place that you all need to go yeah. check out. And like also, the tap room is a not new to Guthrie, but a newer chamber investor. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, so we can have promote both sides of of the business. So well, as I know, you know, you've told your story. I love that. You obviously love being Guthrie because you mm-hmm. are here. You've raised your family here, um, and you're still thriving, and it's awesome. And so um, before we kind of wrap up. Um, what do you see the future? You know, you have anything new you're trying to roll out or anything? Like I said, your menu is so full yeah, and we're, diverse. We're constantly, but. like, trying to improve things. I mean, mm-hmm. we uh, just kind of raise, um, you know, raise the bar mm-hmm. for our restaurant, trying to improve. You know, we always try to improve. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, all have to in yeah. everything we do. Yeah, and you've got to be consistent. So we try to be consistent, and it, when we're not consistent, it's because we've improved. So, like, uh, our steaks are a big deal, our big deal. We sell a lot of steaks, and uh, we uh, our KC strips are actually prime. So, I mean, that's the kind of steak you go and pay tri- twice the price for in Oklahoma City, and you do not get a salad bar like ours there or a baked potato like ours. Mm-hmm. There's other things, but you may have a different ambiance, and you're paying for the, you know, that um, – but it's our food is is still a bargain, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though we've had to raise our prices recently, everybody's had to. Yeah, yeah. we've had to. Cost of doing business has exactly. gone up. So, exactly. Yeah. And you know, one of the most important things is take care of your employees. 
because mm-hmm. they take care of us. Without them, right? you know, we are not a business. We can't function without our employees because Mark and I certainly could not run that restaurant. We may have been able to on a very slow afternoon when there was only <laughs> two tables in there right. like 33 years ago. Right. But that is just impossible. There's just no way. Right. So we need all of our employees, and, uh, you know, we've had to raise the bar on them, too, mm-hmm. and not our expectations of them, but their expectations of us right. if we want them to continue to thrive right. also. Yeah. So uh, we try to take care of our employees. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, congratulations on 36 years. We will definitely get that photo and make sure to celebrate. So definitely check them out. Follow them on Facebook. Um, They're on Facebook as well, Staples Cafe, real easy to find. Um, The corner, I don't don't even know your exact address. You can say it. Noble and Division. Noble and Division. Yes, Noble and Division. It's the easiest way um, to find them. And so go by for lunch. And what are your hours? Uh, We're open 11 to 9 on uh, Tuesday well, Tuesday through Friday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. I hate that we've started closing down a day, but we have. Mm-hmm. We used to be open seven days a week, so now uh, we close down Mondays. Okay. And uh, so we're open Friday and Saturday, 11 to 10, mm-hmm. and every other day that we're open, we're open till 9, 11 to 9, except we are closed on Monday. Okay. Probably permanently. Yes. What about the tap room? Same hour. Oh, Same no, hour. I'm sorry. Oh. We do close. We do open at 2. Okay. And on Sunday. Okay. Because that's kind of out of respect for church goers mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, we just. Until 10. Until 9. 9. nine on okay. Sunday. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. All that's right. That's the only difference. All right. There yeah. you have and it. And then you managed our menu, and then we have yep. our buffets on the weekend. Yes, yes. We can't forget barbecue the buffets. buffets barbecue on buffet. Friday and all day Saturday. Yes. And then Sunday we have it's amazing. our country buffet. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah. So th- that's Saturdays and Sundays, the buffets? Uh, on Saturday, all day long, we have our barbecue buffet. Okay. And then on Sunday, we have our country buffet. And okay. that is our cook that's been with us a long time. Mm-hmm. It's his choice. So I don't okay. always know what's going to be on the buffet on Sunday. So when people call me on Saturday... Say, what's on the buffet tomorrow? I'm like, Come in, it's a surprise. I don't really know. <laughs> but country it's buffet? usually like fried chicken, mm-hmm. no country style food. Oh, and good. it includes a salad bar. Yes. Uh, and dessert. Right. So it's always, it's still a bargain. Yes. Anytime I promise you, you will not things. be disappointed. We also Check. have a total line of desserts too. Yes. But oh, we yeah, don't make all them. your pies. They're not they're not homemade, but they're but you have them but and they're somebody, delicious. Somebody that cooks better than us makes them, I promise. <laughs> So they're yes. like Cheesecake Factory, Dessert Sweets okay. Treats, La Baguette out of yes. Dorian. We buy some of their cakes. Yes, very cool. Still and supporting we local. We do bake our own pies. Yes. Yeah. There you I've tried to support local. Yes. And uh, so I have sold local uh, local cupcakes and cakes and things like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot to keep up with yes. for our businesses. So for them, it's a lot to keep up with. Right. And so that would be the only reason we didn't local all the time right because we know what we know what the demand is yes and and so we go into it usually with the thought well we'll sell it for a while until they either grow or open their own business or whatever and it's to support them because i usually will always put their cards out and yes even if somebody wants to sell pies or cakes if you don't mind me saying this we've got right when you walk in the door we have a buffet table and uh, anybody that has a business can leave their cards on that table. Yes. 
Yes. And their brochure. I was going to compliment you on that, so you went ahead, and I'm glad you talked about that. Yeah, I like It's a little they, hub of information at it Stables. Is. So, and the reason that I try to have that set up most of the time is because the chamber may be closed. Mm-hmm. We have people coming in on yeah, we're not open Saturday and Sunday, right. mm-hmm. and it's like, how do I get information on the yes. Pollard or whatever? Mm-hmm. And so hopefully I can provide yes. the information for them. I don't always have it, but... Yeah, so yeah. if you have something going on, Debbie's always willing yep. to put your information out. Yep. you can out. put your so. auction sale bills. Yes. <laughs> you can put your uh, your garage sale. Is I don't care <laughs> what flyers. it is. Put it out there. Yes. Because <laughs> we everyone wants to know what's going on. Yes, right. awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Debbie. I know You're that welcome. you guys love our community. You guys have done a we lot do. over the years to support. So congratulations yeah. on a long history of business. Definitely go by, check it out. Um, please share, you know, of course, always share the podcast. This helps us um, get the word out about these great chamber investors and these businesses and lets them tell their story. So please, please, please share. We've got lots of new people in Guthrie. We're seeing all kinds of growth. I know at the chamber, as far as new businesses starting up, new families moving here. And so um, this is just another way that we can spread some good news and tell them about what's going on. So thank you for taking time out to hang with me today. I appreciate it. And again, congratulations. So check out Stables. And we'll catch you next time for another episode of Chamber Vibes. Thanks for listening to the Chamber Vibes podcast from Second Banana Media Studios in beautiful downtown Guthrie, America. Be sure and check out a new episode every other Monday. And until then, remember to choose Guthrie.